Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you needed. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home. Cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. News Talk 670 KBOI. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk 670 KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am your host, Nolan Guthrie. I'm back after a little time away. Thanks for letting me uh, play a pre-recorded show for you last week so I could get out of town and hang out with some family. And uh, I'm very, very appreciative and happy to have Matt Mastin back on the show. Matt, I was, uh, you know, getting, I, I had, I started work back from my vacation on Friday and I thought, oh yeah, I got to do a radio show. <laughs> and I thought I'm kind of out of like the loop on what happened this last <laughs> week. Cause I spent, a, I like really worked hard to like, you, you really unplugged. Unplug. I appreciate it. And, uh, and I thought, oh man, I got to have Matt cause he's, <laughs> He's the he's a guy I know who can come on and and, and do a good show. Last week me, you so. unplugged and went acoustic. <laughs> yes, I did. I had a great time. Uh, I got to go to Lapine, Oregon, and uh, spend some time out in the woods out there. I got to go on a hike with my daughter up to uh, Alice Lake out in the Sawtooth, which was uh, just it was absolutely gorgeous. I'm still recovering from the hike. I was not in as good a shape as I had hoped I would be. Uh, but it was still awesome. And, uh, this is, so this is going to be a very big departure for me and what I'm going to do okay. next. Okay. Cause a while I was on the hike, um, I, there was a point, there was multiple points where I had to kind of, you know, Stop. sit down <laughs> and rest for a bit. But one of the times we were up, uh, on the trail and it was in this big rock pile and there's this little animal and, uh, that I'd seen last year for the first time. There's this teeny little animal. It looks kind of like a small rabbit. Okay. And I, uh, I looked up the name last year, but I'd forgotten it. And, um, you know, I was sitting there and you can see him. If you sit there for a little bit, you'll start to see him hopping around the rocks. And, uh, another, uh, hiker came up and she asked, um, do you know what that is? This, cause they make this chirp. It's like, um, it's hard to explain. And I'm not even going to try to mimic it because it would be just absolutely Ooh. horrible. <laughs> but, uh, she asked, you know, do you know what's making that noise? I'm like, yeah, it's this little, uh, Thing that's running around it's like and she, she asked me if i knew what it was called and i said no i for, i actually can't remember i looked it up last year because i saw him for the first time um so when i came back down uh and i you know was back on i plugged back in <laughs> I, I looked it up and it's called an american pika and it's related to rabbits and if you've never seen it look up just youtube it um because they are the cutest little things and they make just the most. Uh, is that, I, isn't that what Pikachu's modeled after? I, it must be because they look like a Pikachu. They look like a Pokemon. Okay. Um, 
And they make just the most adorable little squeak, and they're so cute. And uh, I showed my my other daughter uh, the video, and she was like, "Can can we have one? <laughs> can we keep one." Well, I'm I'm glad that you recharged and reset. I mean, I'm gonna say I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get my regular piggyback ride into the studio <laughs> because you were too sore. But. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think I could have made it, but uh, I did have a great time. But I just I wanted to I want to get that out there. I don't think enough people know what an American pika is, uh, but they are absolutely adorable. And you can say pika as many times as you want. I'm going to call it a pika. <laughs> pika. Uh, maybe it is a pika. I don't actually know. I that's what I was. Uh, you know, just when I look at it, that's what I I go to. But maybe it is a pika or pika. <laughs> Anyway, sorry for that digression. I just, I, I, I was like, there's probably no way that this uh, person that came on, you know, walked by me on the trail is listening today. Uh, but if she was, if she, if by chance she was and remembers this conversation, I wanted to like get the, let her know I figured out what, remembered what the name was. Thank you, thank you, ma'am. Um, <laughs> that guy that was passed out. On yeah, the just about the passed out. Uh, on the rocks uh, up to Alice Lake. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's, I'm sorry, that was a big digression. Not really what this show's about. We're about, we're a lawn and garden hey. show. And uh, we probably need to talk about some of that sort of stuff. We're in, interested in all facets of That's true. Nature. I mean, it is pet. Zamzo's is pet, pet. And that's, I mean, they aren't pets, but they are animals. And they are very, they're fascinating little, little guys. Uh, so check them out. They're really cool. You won't be disappointed uh, spending a few minutes watching them uh, make their little chirp. It's yeah. really fun. Anyway, if you want to be a part of the show and ask about lawn and garden stuff or, or, pikas. or pikas or pets, you know, if you have those questions, we'd love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you. Give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Um, so, Matt, like I mentioned, I'm kind of out of the loop. I you know, I got a few things in my, in my mind, so I want to talk about uh, a few few different things and a big surprise they are kind of still geared towards water you know that that subject hasn't gone away right um and looks like it might not go away for a while we'll stop saying go away when it comes to water yeah we're right. all a little stressed out that it might get turned off yeah we we want we want more uh and uh, it's it's funny you know there's times where we we have so much of it and then it doesn't take much and we don't have right any you know nearly enough so so we want to talk about some of the things that are going to come up that we would normally talk about because this is the time of year typically what we're looking at like this is kind of the, the recovery time and I mean mm-hmm. August is still usually a warm time but it's been warm forever right. it feels like this year so we're no kind of yeah we've just not had a a, a real stretch of time where mm-hmm. it's been nice we've had a few rain showers but you know they're just not enough to really make a huge difference they were very welcomed in my eyes right well then before you you blinked and it was yeah dry again so. yeah um so there's a lot of things that we normally do but now we got to think about the water restrictions and what we're going to have to deal with that so um we still there's some interesting timing things but before we get to those things i want to talk real quick about a few uh promotions that we do have in the store uh the first one uh is the Thrive with the Siphon. Uh, yes. If you buy a two and a half gallon or a five gallon uh, jug of Thrive, you get that free siphon. And I, I did, I put Thrive on my lawn for the video that I made for mm-hmm. Zamzos, which was very convenient for me. Uh, but the <laughs> lawn has done a trem- <laughs> it's why just you always look- host. <laughs> yes, the lawn has done just 
I mean, crazy good. Yeah, absolutely. And Thrive, you know, and I knew Thrive was always good. I just this was the first time I'd actually used it on my entire lawn, mm-hmm. and I was just I've just been blown away with how good the lawn has right. looked. And in addition to that, I actually did a little experiment, and I reduced my water uh, to watering twice a week instead of three times a week. And so it's the lawn's getting watered Monday and Friday, and that's it. And it is held up so yeah. well with just that Thrive awesome. application. Yeah. And uh, and I didn't do Humagreen because I wanted to you know see how the Thrive would uh, do yeah, yeah by itself. So um, it's a great it's a great deal. It's a really easy way to apply Thrive and uh, and get it on everything while you're there. You know, putting it on all your plants because a lot of plants are stressed out, and it's going to mm-hmm. help all of them. So you know, well, you know we have a we have a few products that are very wide ranging in their applications and what they are good for, and you know. You know, we talked about you know earlier, like we have something called Pepper Popper. Yeah, that's phenomenal for your peppers, but you can put it on yeah, anything in right. the garden. Yeah, you know, Thrive. It says tree and shrub formula, but right. if it's a plant that's in soil, yeah, Thrive is going to help it. Exactly, and it's and it's. I I mean, we I talk about Thrive all the time, and it's there's a reason I I, I believe in that product mm-hmm. uh, like tremendously. So I that's a great deal right now if you want to give that a try. Absolutely. Uh, do put some Thrive on you get that siphon. Um, I think you can also get the Quick Shot bottle, which is another easy applicator for you know your 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 flowers or your your baskets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I'm sure you know if you've got flower baskets, you can absolutely until frost they should still be blooming. So give yep. them a a shot of some fertilizer. They'll really help be uh, helped out by that. Houseplant, it works on. It's great for your houseplants. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ac- yeah, absolutely. And then the other one, the other promotion we have right now is a fun one. Uh, with uh, kind of a team up with Boise Fry Company, when you buy, tom- is it tom- it's Tomato Boom? If you if you purchase any Tomato Boom size or our Pepper Popper spray, you're going to get a free coupon for a, or you're going to get a coupon for a free small fry from Boise Fry. Yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, that's those are fries. I mean, why? Well, I know. <laughs> why do we always we always get back to french fries when yeah. when i'm on with you i well i i like french fries i like them a lot we know. um <laughs> uh so and so that's a really good deal uh as well you know just kind of a fun thing but you know the the idea is uh with the heat a lot of the tomatoes and peppers just didn't perform really well right. but mm-hmm. we still have this window of time where they can still produce a lot for you. And they will. And they will, and we that's why we want to feed them right now. Get mm-hmm. that Thrive, get the tomato boom on them, get some pepper popper. Use the pepper popper on your tomatoes as well. Just use it on both. Yes. Um, and water it in with some Thrive, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll get tomatoes up until it starts freezing. And, you know, who knows when that's going to be. Usually it's in about mid-October. Um, but, you know, who knows? So we, don't, we just don't know what's going to happen. It could freeze tomorrow. No time for salsa. <laughs> uh, all right. Sounds like we got to go to a quick break. We're going to do that. If you want to be a part of the show, give us a call 208 336 3700 or 1 800 529 KBY. This is the Zamzos Garden Show. The Zamzos Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and you may be wondering, what can I do about my lawn? It's not looking so good. Well, at Zamzo's, we use L-A-W-N, or lawn, as an acronym to mean light, air, water, and nutrients, which is what every plant needs. 
Light's not usually the problem this time of year. Air becomes a problem when you have compacted soil. That's where Zamzo's Penaturf works miracles and breaks up heavy clay in compacted soil, allowing air and water to go vertical. In fact, the W in lawn stands for water, and every plant needs it, but in the right amount. The last letter in lawn stands for nutrients, which Zamzo's Lawn Food and Zamzo's Humagreen are designed to supply while at the same time improving the soil. So the answer to the question, what can I do about my lawn, is simple. Apply another bag or two of Zamzo's Humagreen. Break up any hard spots where water can't penetrate with Zamzo's Penaturf and water deeply and infrequently. So if you want a great looking lawn, even in the heat of summer, there's only one place to go, Zamzo's. 13 stores to serve you, including Lake Hazel and Five Mile in Southwest Boise. News talk doesn't have to be boring. Weekday mornings at 5, it's Casper and Chris on 670 KVOI. All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. With me today is Matt Maston from our Federal Way store. And if you'd like to be a part of the show, I would love to talk to you. I had the week off uh, last week, and uh, I'd like to talk to some folks, help some people out with their lawns, their gardens, whatever's going on. Give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We did get a phone call during the break. Let's go to Doug in Meridian. Doug, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, you do a good job on those uh, pre-recorded messages, especially I mean, pre pre-recorded programs. Especially since you have the Zanzos, yeah, show up. Yeah, that was helpful <laughs> to have uh, have them, uh, you know, in the in the office uh, the last couple yeah. of years uh, to get to do those with them. So, but what I call about, um, I know I should probably put a little elbow grease, use a little bit of elbow grease on my on myself to take some of these um, flat sedge and all the hairy crabgrass stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We're getting a lot of it in our neighborhood here. Yeah, um, yeah, that was one of the things Matt and I were kind of discussing about talking about because it's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think crabgrass is, you know, it's weird. It's, it's tough to know. Like, is crabgrass worse this year than it ha- it has been? I don't know about that, but it does seem like more people are talking about it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've you know, never it's seen it, so much of it before. Really? Not so, yeah, I think I think the the prolonged heat probably um, just got them going a lot faster, yep. and so it, they. I think it happened earlier. Yeah, because yeah, because their germination and, and growth rate are all dependent on the on the temperature. So if it, it got warmer, so they they germinated quickly, they started growing a lot faster, which means they got to seed a lot faster and got more germination in the same year. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the cycle just got sped up really quickly this year. Yeah, their growth and, period is just you know it's extended by three weeks. This yeah, year. essentially. So that's yeah, that's probably what would what's going on. Usually we don't see. Uh, that much crabgrass until you you know the end of July, but it's like it started at the beginning of you know end of June, first part of July, and it's just been. And I have like the there's tall flat sedge across. Yeah, I have a picture of this app on my uh, cell phone, so I can take the picture of it and see what it is. Sometimes it won't tell me what it is. <laughs> But, yeah, um, and the, and the other we've seen a lot of nut sedge this year. I think, or you know, it's that's the it's always tough to know. Is is it? I don't know that it. Like I said, I don't know that it's worse, but a lot of people have been dealing with it, and it's just it's just been so. Those well, things have been so prolific this year. I think I think it's been I think it's been that because it started earlier. It's just like there's been. It's almost had time to kill and then start again. Yeah, 
And so it's just, mm-hmm. it's more consistent and it's been growing longer. And right. More people have been aware of it because it would have already died or. Right. Yeah. It did. Yeah. They normally would have, you know, just a couple weeks usually deal with it for a month, but this year we're dealing with it for two months and, yep. and, and just, it, yeah, it's it just a different there, year. It comes up with a hairy crabgrass. Does so that a little piece at the top is like a, um, I can't think of what that would be like. Oh, so probably the seed head, maybe, or, you know, the large crabgrass uh, is also called hairy crabgrass. It's, they've got different names. I, they, you know, depending on where you're from, too, it it could, it can change slightly. It's the, it's the goat head puncture vine thing. Yeah. Or bindweed, uh, morning glory. Um, Oh, I hate bindweed. I don't like it around here. Yeah, neither. I don't don't know anyone that does. But yeah, we're, we're, we're a tight group. Yeah, we're unified in that. No, I'm looking forward to getting it all over my yard. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for the call, Doug. I appreciate it. Oh, sorry. Did you have another yeah, question? Yeah, I said I had, I had that um, bindweed in Colorado all over my yard. My next-door neighbor had a little bit of it here, and I said, you got to get rid of this quickly. And yeah. They, they did. Yeah. Yep, that one's always that one's always tough. I've been uh, dealing with it for a long time uh, in my yard, especially. I'm sure a lot of folks have been dealing with it. Does for it make you feel time. like you're in a bind? <laughs> yes, every single year. <laughs> it's uh, it's frustrating. <laughs> so, well, it's such a tough one. To yeah, deal and, with. One, and the other thing too is, in, uh, you know, with regards to things being a little worse this year, is I think everybody's a little bit more cognizant of watering. Yeah, you know, and. Because it got hot earlier, if we weren't didn't adjust our watering early enough, you know, it allowed it to come in. Yeah, it were, yeah, exactly. Yeah, things just got really stressed out. The soil, quickly. the soil wasn't moist enough. Yeah, and there you go. Uh, let's see, we got another phone call from Bob in Garden City. Bob, how's it going? How can we help you today? It's going. I'm going fine. Um, quick question: thistle. How do I get rid of it? Mm. I live in a repairing area, and there's some of it there, not a lot. I've been I've been cutting it out, but uh, it seems to come back. Yeah, thistle's another really tough one. Um, the uh, there's a couple of things. One, make sure it doesn't get to seed because that just proliferates. Yes, but exactly. it yeah. also has such a strong uh, taproot that runs through the lawn. And what you really the okay. I've I've found for thistle, your best thing is to just be as consistent as possible and get out there every seven days and spray it again. I've um, what, what, what? Um, so I what I've liked using is the one we have called uh, Brush Killer, uh, Brush Killer thirty two BK thirty two BK thirty two Brush Killer. You can use it in the lawn, but you can use it uh, you can use it everywhere, including the lawn. It's mm-hmm. a it's a formulation of two four D, which I. Um, haven't been real keen on for the last number of years, but this one I've been I've found to work exceptionally well, and I think the big reason is it's slower it doesn't kill as quickly like there was this big thing with weed killers to burn the leaf really fast and i think when you burn the leaf really fast um the 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 chemical doesn't get all the way down into the root and so you don't get as complete a kill and so i think those slower kills tend to work a little bit better and mm-hmm. in, in for some weeds mm-hmm. you know dandelions okay. you know just burn it up and it's gone but for some of those other ones like the bindweed and and thistle i've really liked that uh bk32 if it's not in the lawn i've really liked the decimate which mm-hmm. is 
Um, yeah, it's, it's not in it's not in the lawn. It's in okay. a repairing area yeah. over on the side of the fence. Okay, so you oh. go for that decimate then, because I I decimate? love okay. yeah. It's called decimate. I have loved that that weed killer, um, which is a strange sentence, but right. uh, you know, as far you as guys, a weed killer goes, well, and, it's I, and I and usually with with thistle, I always always recommend using a surfactant, yeah. like a spreader sticker, because it's got all those nettles on it that just kind of. Yeah. You want to make sure it sticks to really absorb that slow right. killing chemical. So I, I'm, I'm with Nolan. Like Decimate or BK32 with a a spreader sticker will do wonders on that thistle. I don't I don't know how old you guys are, but you remember they used to have a thing called Killer Cane. No, I've never heard of that one. It, it, it was a plastic tube, and it had a a sharp point on the end of it, and you oh. you put the chemical into the tube and then jab the jab mm. the plant in the root interesting no i don't remember a, a tool like that i think they i think when they changed uh, like when the a lot of more of the it sounds like a lawn dart that, <laughs> a lawn dart with weed killer in it uh yeah, yeah no i've dart, uh, right. i've never i've never actually heard of that but you know i think when uh you know the the product that shall not be named kind of came out and got that systemic action i think that really changed okay. a lot as far as how chemicals get manufactured and their mode of action so um okay. you know if, you very much. yeah you bet thanks for the call bob i appreciate it good luck with the thistle one thing hopefully i'm sure you're still listening i just want to throw out there too if that thistle gets kind of large a little bit taller go ahead and cut it down first give it and give it a you know cut it down give it a few days to grow back just a little bit the smaller the plant is uh the less chemical you have to use and the faster it'll work so if it's a big plant you know if it's getting up closer to a foot or so uh cut it down a little bit get it kind of shortened so that chemical can get to the root a lot faster and not have to go through all that other stuff all right we're going to go to a quick break if you want to be a part of the show we'd love to talk to you give us a call 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-kboi this is the zamzo's garden show and we'll be right back the Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670 KBOI. Hi, this is Jim Zamzo, and you've been hearing a lot about Zamzo's Humagreen and have maybe been thinking about trying it for yourself, but are worried about spending money on something that might not work. Well, not to worry, because at Zamzo's, we offer a money-back guarantee on Humagreen and everything else we sell. We're not too worried, because in the last 10 years, we've only taken back a few out of hundreds of thousands of bags we've sold. Because when you apply all-natural humus that's equivalent to 2,000 pounds of compost in a 50-pound bag, which also contains iron and other vital trace minerals, your lawn turns green quickly. Of course, proper mowing and watering is still required, and if you have insects or disease issues, you still need to solve them. But if a lush green lawn, even in the heat of summer, is what you're looking for, look no further than your nearest Zamzos and pick up a bag or two of Zamzos Humagreen. It's guaranteed to work or we'll give you your money back. This is Jim Zamzo, and you have my word on it. Thank you. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part three, the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. With me today is Matt Mastin from our Federal Federal Way location. Matt, thank you for p- coming in, man. I appreciate you always uh, being willing to come in on short notice. Uh, and I, I did not think <laughs> well in advance and, and schedule someone. So I appreciate that you were uh, available and had some time to come out and hang out with me. I appreciate that you say, you think I have nothing to do. 
<laughs> if you want to be a part of the show, give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Okay, so let's get to a few things here. I wanted to mention, uh, well, Matt was just telling me, you guys, uh, some of the stores are starting to get the, the fall uh, perennials in. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, like, well, fall annuals. Fall, fall annuals, annuals. yeah. The, like the, your mums mm-hmm. and pansies and primrose. Some no, ornament, not primrose. Some, some uh, no pansies, violas. Violas, yeah. Um, some of the getting, kale. I think we're getting some uh, rutabecchias in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some ornamental kale starting to come in. And the, good, great probably stuff. the cabbage too. Yep. So yeah, lots of opportunity there for some new color. We also got a big shipment of house plants in. How much did you guys get over at Fairway? Uh, we personally got eight hundred house plants. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. On, on top of our other orders, so we have. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah. So that's good. I'm glad that that's uh, we're, those are starting to show up again. Uh, right. Starting to get more availability for those house plants, or mm-hmm. and uh, stores are filling up with those. So if you haven't been by, check it out because we just got some new stuff. Even if it's hot outside. Yeah. Well, you know, cool. most of the stores have AC, so maybe not in the greenhouse, but. Uh, I just mean I'm planting inside. I'm, I'm <laughs> working on the plants inside instead of outside. Very good. All right. So let's. Uh, I want to switch gears a little bit here and talk about uh, something that uh, I think we're going to have to. You know, it, well, I want. I just want to actually. I kind of want to have a discussion about it. Like, um, you know, this is we're getting into the time of year. We've had the bug damage. We've had you know the weeds. We've had to take care of, and we've had stress from drought and fungus and just all, you know, all those things that happen in summer have happened and, you know, are still kind of happening, but they're going to start kind of petering out here in a little bit. And we're kind of at that time of year where we've got to start thinking about uh, recovery. What are we going to do for recovery? We have the added uh, thing going against us this year where we're looking at, some people are looking at their water getting shut off mm-hmm. very early. A lot of folks looking at, you know, don't have well water and, uh, I, you know, it's just a, the question is how to, how can you reseed some of those areas? How can you get that lawn to recover with these water restrictions that right. we're dealing with? And I think there's a number of things that we, we can do to, to just really get that lawn back into shape mm-hmm. with, with those water restrictions. So I want to start off with reseeding, uh, because that's one of the things, you know, when you got those holes, the type of grass that we grow here in Idaho doesn't fill in. Um, or at least very quickly. Some right. of the, the Kentucky bluegrass can fill in, but it's just really slow. It's not a fast uh, grass. It doesn't do that quickly. So you really want to reseed. Otherwise, you, you have these opportunities for more weeds, particularly like annual bluegrass. Right. And, uh, you know, you just start getting dandelions. You're going to start seeing more and more of that stuff if you've got those bare spots in the lawn. So we want we, to do, Weeds hate competition. They, so. Yeah, that's the best defense against weeds is competition. So... Uh, so when it comes to reseeding, uh, you know, a lot of the things are going to be kind of normal. You know, you're going to clean out the area. Uh, but I, I really want to talk about some of these things that we you can do in addition to getting that seed to come up without as much water. But, mm-hmm. you know, and the thing is, we're still dealing with a lot of heat. So it's still, you know, when we're looking at 100 degree temperatures, that's not the time I really typically recommend doing any kind of reseeding. I still would prefer to wait till we're quite a bit cooler mm-hmm. and preferably we've got some rain on the horizon. And I, you know, I don't know that we have that yet. Um, and we're still up in the hundred degrees. So it's, it's, it's a tough time where what can we do to, to really help and get prepared for that reseeding. So I think the the first thing I want to recommend to you is, is clean out the area. 
get your your steel tine rake, your fourteen tine rake, mm-hmm. and uh, just rough that area up. Get all that dead stuff out of there. Uh, you know, really clean it up really good. And then in the meantime, before we really get to that seed, I think getting some compost down would mm-hmm. be ideal. Or maybe even just cover it with some grass clippings. You know, save your grass clippings and just fill those spots in with those clippings. Get some sort of mulch in those spots so it's uh, preventing water loss, but also helping keep some water there. Right. Uh, and I think you'll you'll find that you can prevent some of that weed seed getting into it while we have this transition time, while we're waiting for it to cool down. Uh, and you know, you're just getting some mulch in there. Now, once you get to the grass seeding part, if you use those grass clippings, you might want to take them off. Right. Uh, but if you put some compost down, I don't know what else do you, what else are you seeing? Uh, you know, I'm always, I'm always a fan of huma green, like huma green, like in preparation, huma green as a topper. Once you get the grass seed down, yeah, we do have some seed coat material to like that you can add with your grass seed mm. to help it retain some water. Yeah, you know, that's a product um I uh I I you know, I now that you mention it, I remember that that's a thing. But have you had a lot of feedback from customers that have used that? I mean, or? I think it's I think they've said that it it really helps just min- not minimizing how much water you can use, yeah. but just helping you decrease how decrease much. it some. And right. I know a lot. I think the the bagged seeds we've been getting do have some of that. So, in so it. yeah, some of the seeds that are a little bit slower germinating. Yeah, that's why when you see our blends, like our custom lawn blend, there's some that are seem coated in a blue. Yeah, and that's to help it retain that moisture. Yeah, it's help it to so it continues to germinate through the entire two to three weeks, depending right. on the type of seed it is. Yeah, you know, and as I as we're talking here, I kind of had a thought, you know, uh, the Play Yard uh, seed blend might actually be a good one to consider. Um, I wouldn't go hog wild on it because the the Play Yard has um, an it has annual bluegrass in it, which is um, or is it it's annual ryegrass? Annual ryegrass. Annual bluegrass is a not not the one we want. No, we're never planting uh, <laughs> poa. Yeah, it's yeah. Excuse me. It's it's annual ryegrass, which right. is actually used a lot in southern lawns that have uh, like Bermuda, uh, zoysia grasses, those warm season grasses. What they do in the uh, fall when those grasses go dormant, they go dormant in the cooler part of the year. They actually overseed their lawns with that annual ryegrass because then it comes up really quickly and it keeps the lawn looking green during the winter and then mm-hmm. it dies the next year and their Bermuda or whatever comes Almost back. It refills it. So they kind of go through this cycle. So that might be an option to do because annual ryegrass germinates like very quickly. I well, think and, it's like I think 10 the, days. I think that the entire play yard mix probably germinates the fastest of all of our blends. Yeah, yeah. right. Absolutely. And especially with the heat, it's going to germinate really quickly. So I think if you can do some of those things, get that mulch down, clean it up, get that mulch down, try that play yard. If you've got some bigger areas, try that play yard mix, get that, uh, get that seed into those areas so that something can come up really quickly. But just remember, if you use that, you're going to want to do an additional reseeding. So you're mm-hmm. doing a little bit extra seed, but you're getting that competition in there. You're mm-hmm. keeping that competition going so that the other weeds don't, you know, just go crazy 
and uh, and really take it over. So I think I, I hadn't actually thought about that till we just started talking about right. it. that's one of the ones I you know we tend to forget about play yard. And I think it's because a lot of people hear that there's an annual grass in there. They mm-hmm. think, why would I want that? And it has this really good benefit of germinating very fast. Mm-hmm. And and that's why it's the play yard one is because you got a high well, and, traffic, well, especially when you're trying to get your lawn to recover. Yeah, it almost sometimes when we can get some quick gratification. Yeah, let's take it when we can get yeah, it. Because sure. it's the you know the best gardening and landscaping practices are usually slow and steady. Yeah, so if we can get some instant gratification, that's. Something that's good. Yeah, for sure. If you want to be a part of the show, you can give us a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. If you've got anything going on in your lawn and garden you're not sure about, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you and, and talk about those sorts of things, whatever is bugging you or, uh, you know, fungusing you. I don't know. That's a weird thing to say. Whatever fungus is among us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the way to say it. Um, so the let's see. Uh, like. Typically with reseeding, I like I said, I like to go a little bit later into the fall when it's cooling off a little bit. Hopefully that'll be happening. But once we get to that point and we don't have that water, what are we going to do then? And I think that's where I would really lean on that humigreen, right? Mm-hmm. Because humigreen holds on to so much more water. And humigreen is my my go-to cover yeah. for grass seed. It's like the thing I, um, I did it uh, years ago in my first house here. I had a you know sprinkler malfunction in my very first house and lost, you know, half the yard. And when I reseeded it, I just, I had a bag of human green. I'm like, you know what? I don't have, you know, a bunch of compost or anything. I do this the way I think I should do it. I'm just going to throw this human green on it. It's supposed to hold water. It should do right. And mm-hmm. I was so like blown away with how good grass seed and human green, uh, just worked. The grass came in. It looked amazing, you know, nice and green right away and grew really well. And it was, you know, part of the some of the best part of my lawn for at that house for a long time, and it's much easier to spread than compost. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you you just do it with a spreader. You don't yep. even have to bother it, and you go right over the top of the seed with it. You don't. You know, it's not going to do too much. I've you know it it it's not going to smother it. It holds on to that moisture. It's got lots of micronutrients uh, because the seed doesn't need a lot of nitrogen. It's mm-hmm. got its own food right away, but it's got all that other stuff in it that just you know gets makes it it's, really. Pop. There's not much that compares to the nutrient density of of human yeah human, of human green. So um, I think if you're once we're getting to that point of the year, as we get a little bit later on here, you want to do some of those things. Absolutely, get some extra human green down. Especially even if you've done human green already, you can do human green more than once a year. Um, and actually, it's better if you can because our soil just loves it. It needs it, and uh, it it performs really well. So the seed will come up fast, especially with that play yard. So. All right, we got one more segment of the Zamzo's Garden Show coming up. Give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We'll be right back. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk 670-KBOI. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and are you growing your own fresh tomatoes and peppers? Problem is, your tomatoes and peppers need to catch up to where they should be to start setting fruit. So Zamzo's came up with a program we call Catch Up for Catch Up. 
Just come into any of our 13 Zamzos and purchase some Zamzos Tomato Boom or Pepper Popper. These two products were invented by my dad and designed to produce large, luscious tomatoes and gorgeous green peppers. Zamzos Pepper Popper will give you more peppers than you've ever seen. And when used as a side dress, Zamzos Tomato Boom will speed up production so your tomatoes can catch up. And speaking of ketchup, when you purchase either Zamzos Tomato Boom or Pepper Popper, we'll give you a free order of fries from Boise Fry Company. Then you choose which of their three ketchups you want on your fries, standard, spicy, or their incredible blueberry ketchup. So come pick up some Zamzos Tomato Boom or Pepper Popper and let your plants catch up. Then don't be surprised when one of our employees asks, would you like fries with that? They're free during Catch Up for Ketchup, going on now at all 13 Zamzos. Nate Shellman, live, weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on 670 KBOI. All right, we are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie. With me today has been Matt Masson. He's a punny guy. Gotcha. <laughs> and now everybody knows. Uh, hey, if you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to talk to you. Give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We've been talking about water restriction. We've been talking about water for a long time, and I, you know, I apologize uh, for being, I don't know, redundant, talking about it a lot, kind of being... You know, just talking about that same thing, but I think I I, I strongly believe it's an important thing that needs to be talked about, um, because just the you know the reports that are out there saying you know this could be something we deal with for a while, and so we need to be aware of it. We need to start thinking about how we can fix it, uh, what what we can do to you know do our part in making sure that we have this valuable resource for the you know you know, our food for right. one thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, also if we want to have, you know, grow our gardens and have some lawn and, and do some of these things that, you know, we got to make sure that this water's there and we need to be careful about how we use it. So uh, we, we could be dealing with it for a while. And so I just want to really start talking about those sort of things. So efficiency and sustainability. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. And, and you know, it's something we should be just thinking about. So, and to be fair, I prefer the title of pundit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Noted. I will uh, I'll remember that for next time. Um, so the other thing we were talking about, you know, a lot of people on our lawn program, uh, you know, are looking at their water being shut off around the time where step four would be going on the mm -hmm. lawn. And with it being this hot, we really want to have some water on the lawn. And so we're kind of looking at probably, you know, just having some folks do that step a little bit earlier. If you're on the lawn program, you might consider that, especially if you're in an area that's going to have your water turned mm -hmm. off soon. Um, consider picking up that step four. It's not going to be too much if you just did Humagreen. You can put those two applications on at the exact same time, and it won't be too much. So don't be worried about that. But also, it's this is step four is really important because it's the recovery step. It's the right. step that gets the lawn back into shape after the stressful summer, <laughs> um, and it needs that food. It wants that food. Um, and some of the areas that are just kind of struggling, getting a little bit of nitrogen on them, really helps them come back and, and, and look a lot nicer and prepare for that fall feeding. And, yeah, it's and, it's like coming off of a fast. Like right. you need to refuel, you need yeah. to refuel it. You got to do something. So it uh, looks like we got a phone call from Sherry in Nampa. Sherry, how's it going? How can we help you today? It's going great. Um, I, you probably said this before. We just found you on the radio, so we're so excited about it. Oh, great. Thanks. Um, when is... When is the best time and what is the best way to water tomatoes? That's a great question, and that's uh, it's one that comes up quite a bit. So the best time, um, 
is kind of, you know, honestly, I, I wouldn't say there's a, a worse time. You don't, the main thing with watering is you don't want to do it when it's on the, in the heat of the day, right? Because that's when you're going to lose the most right. evaporation. Uh, right. I have always kind of tended to prefer to water in the morning um, because mm -hmm. then it's not as hot. The water gets to soak further into the ground. Mm -hmm. And the best way is just that water for get the, a good amount of water out there, really soak them good and then let them dry out over a few days. So you kind of, you want to get into this rhythm of like every, you know, three days or four days and water for a long amount of time, give them time to dry out and almost wait till they're just about starting to wilt. You don't want them to wilt, but if you, you can find that happy medium where you know they're on the verge that's when you want to water yeah. them again because you can tend to run okay. into issues. Yeah. If you, if you wait till they wilt too much and you get a bunch of water on them right away, that's when you get cracking in the tomatoes, mm -hmm. um, which doesn't okay. ruin the fruit, but it, you know, it just, it, they can, it can tend to, if they're not ready yet, they can kind of mold in those cracks and it's not, it's not very pretty, but you can still eat them. Um, but yeah, water in the morning and then mulch, mulch, like get mulch down because that mulch helps okay. hold that moisture in especially if you're okay. doing it in the morning. Yeah, we usually try to use Father's Day as a nice kind of like flagpole to start really mulching and sealing that heat. Yeah. Um, and then well, the other thing that I would add is that one of the biggest issues with tomatoes that people bring in is blossom end rot. Yeah. Which is a calcium deficiency, but it's also inconsistent with the watering. Yeah. And you should almost never be watering your tomatoes every day. So if, yeah. you, if you if you are, that's probably you know it's hard to be consistent and right. let it drain out. Yeah. Um. Because when you when you allow the water to to evaporate and drain, you know it kind of drought stresses your plant into production a little bit. It's just a better overall hardiness that you can you can develop. Yeah. Okay. What, how do you feel about sprinkling? Um. It's it's. You know, usually a lot of times with tomatoes, it's usually not preferred because you there's a disease called um, late blight that will spread uh, throughout the leaves if the water is sprinkled from over overhead. That can kind of okay. move that late blight around. So per, I prefer to just soak them. Just uh, you know, if that's it, what I thought. Yeah, if if you know, and sometimes there are situations where you just kind of can't do that. And mm -hmm. if that's the case, uh, that's again, where the morning is a little bit better because then they get time to dry out throughout the day. Okay. Um, so Great. yeah, that's kind of what, I, what the, what the reason I've always preferred to water in the morning. And, and if you, and if you, and if you can't, if you can't run like a, a drip system out to them, they do sell like little bubbler attachments for the end of hoses that you can just kind of mm -hmm. shove underneath and it bubbles the water out without creating too much of a disrupting flow. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll look for one of those. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you bet. Uh, hopefully your tomatoes uh, did well this year, and uh, that'll help for next year or you can change some things. And up. if they are struggling, don't forget to use Tomato Boom and Pepper Popper Absolutely. right now. Get that Tomato Boom and Pepper Popper on them now. Water it in help them catch up. Catch up with, yeah, catch up for that catch up. Um, man, I still, I want fries now. Why, why did I do this to myself? You're, you don't have to go back to work after this. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I got to do a few things in the lawn, but, uh, yeah, I might just be. It know. might be a Friday. <laughs> it might be a Friday. Saturday is on Friday. <laughs>
Uh, okay, so I think uh, you know honestly, I, I we only we only got a few minutes left, so we don't have much time to get into something else. But I did, you know, we were talking about the r- real quickly that step four fertilizing it. And I, I, if you are on the lawn program and you're listening, you know, just consider that maybe getting that picking up that step four. We're probably going to look at getting the reminders out a little bit earlier. Um, cause we want people to do that. That's one of the steps that tend to get forgotten, but I think it's like one of the more important steps, uh, to make sure the lawn recovers and, and gets strengthened back up. And cause you don't get it on there. It's going into fall and mm-hmm. it's going to be, uh, struggling still. So Matt, thank you again for coming in to the studio and hanging out with me for anytime, a little bit. sir. Appreciate it immensely. And uh, I will be back next week live in studio here in the Zamzo's Garden Show. So I look forward to talking to you then. Have a good one, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Hi, this is Josh Samzo, and a lot of customers have been telling us that they have some stubborn weeds that just won't go away no matter what they do. At Zamzo's, we typically focus on natural solutions, but sometimes you need to bring out the big guns. Zamzo's Ultra. You see, Zamzo's Ultra contains four of the most effective weed killers ever created that each attack weeds in their own way. So if one won't get them, the others will. That makes Ultra one of the most powerful broadleaf weed killers that you can buy. Plus, Zamzo's Ultra works in hours, not days. You can reseed your lawn in just two weeks after application, and Zamzo's Ultra kills the weeds but won't harm your grass. So if you've got stubborn weeds in your lawn that won't go away no matter what you do, give them the ultimate solution. Zamzo's Ultra, available as an economical concentrate or a convenient ready-to-use spray. Because since 1933, when it comes to making even stubborn weeds go away, nobody knows.